<laughs> See, he, he doesn't know how to start the show if we're all quiet. <laughs> he, he has to butch it up right against the end of someone saying something. Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. And he's a monkey who's trained to work on command. <laughs> Mrs. Sidious, who owns the monkey and runs the show. This is my monkey voice. Where's your fez? Anyway, uh, we have returning guests because this is the second episode of the month. And they can introduce themselves this time, because you already know their voices, right? Hi, I'm Philip Lowe. I'm a writer performer who does things very often. You missed your chance to be Bob. I did miss my chance to be Bob. That was no, he simply chose not to take his. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he missed anything. He does things. I'm mildly he concerned. Does, he does things, and, and if you were paying attention last show, they saw him doing things. <laughs> <laughs> And, and now I'm, I'm stuck for who I want to be, so I'll just be me, which is really boring. This is Bob Alberti. And, uh, Commander of the Alberti ship. And, okay. And, 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 and scotch have you had? Not, not nearly enough. Not, not, Up not until tonight, <laughs> December 16th. Assuming oh this goes up on time. And speaking of which, that blizzard last night, I'm surprised they got the roads cleared. <laughs> Well, it is how it is, but you know. I was surprised by the collapse of Western civilization last week. I was not surprised by the collapse of it because that's been coming for a really long time. Ever since Commandante Trump took over the White House at the beginning of the month, the remarkable rebound, however, civilization just snapping back. You wouldn't yeah, expect no, it. No, well, no. See, see that that's where you're exaggerating. I, I'm I'm running this in the odds that someone will get the internet working again. But, you know, it's an excuse to drink scotch either way. <laughs> Subterranean mole people running the bicycle to power your computer, however. I was, was actually hoping, I was actually hoping for the avian mole people, but, you know, if you want to go for the subterranean ones, that, that's fine. We, we utterly failed to hoard food or water. But, but I hoarded like, scotch, which is a, a prime commodity. It has water the ships aren't coming across the ocean anymore. That yeah. went sideways fast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've all started thinking about Fallout 4. That's yeah. <laughs> no, I'm still no. playing Lego Dimensions. Here's, the, here's, the, thing, oh, here's the thing that amused me the most, is that traffic on Pornhubs dropped 10% on when Fallout 4 came out. <laughs> so you mean actually noticed the decline? They, they, oh, they, they, yeah, yeah, they, they statistically <laughs> showed a 10% drop on Fallout 4 premiere. It's like, Wow. I mean, I knew there was crossover, but I did not expect quite that clear end. And it just tells me that, like, 90% of the users can multitask. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that does explain why some of the cam girls said they were bored. Because <laughs> I don't play Fallout. So, so somewhere, is there a webcam girl... That's just an image of her playing Fallout 4 topless. But I wouldn't. Yes. Be surprised. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not going to Google that. You know, the next time we want to do a fundraiser, we should suggest that at her. Well, especially if the camera's behind oh, her. Oh, I have power armor. <laughs> <laughs> and it only took me seven minutes. <laughs> Oh. Typically, they split screen it, Bob. <laughs> so you can see both her and. I have no idea. I don't know about these things. I'm very old. <laughs> and, and innocent and naive. That's right. Speaking of old, what do we have for Scotch this time? Can't decide which one I want to do first. Of course not, because you've had two weeks to plan. You knew it was going to be Snap! I know, right? Well, this is Dave. I expect nothing less. Actually, I guess I expect nothing no. more. No. I expect nothing. <laughs> this is Dave. 
I expect him to break a cork. He hasn't broken it. <laughs> I was, I was just thinking. <laughs> I know, me too. Don't make me break a cork <laughs> off in your bottle. <laughs> cork killer. That uh, just sounds like an. Ins- I'm gonna break a cork off in your bottle. <laughs> you fuck with me. <laughs> what are you trying to trying to do? There's poor scotch. Drink just fucking Oh fire. god. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> So, 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 I saved it. So, 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 so the question is: breaking a cork off in your bottle better or worse than breaking a bottle off in your ass? Better on, on the scale. Of I significantly I better. I can't imagine a scenario where it's not. Better. No. <laughs> if you're lucky, there's alcohol in the cork, so there's a double plus. <laughs> it does give put a cork in it a whole different meaning. Scotch suppository. That could have promise. That's one of my favorite Aussie sayings is uh, pull your finger out, which means it's short-term, pull your finger out of your ass. <laughs> but and Aussies, as we know, are classy and don't like to say, of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it's just implied. It's everything. It, you know. It's pretty much just attached to every statement. Well, you know. Could you, you, could you hand me a shrimp? Well, out of your ass. Well, well, <laughs> if, 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 if you recall, the crocodile hunter did like to stick his hand in yeah. weird places on those animals. Yeah. They got the last laugh. <laughs> a jellyfish got the no, last no, laugh. Stingray. 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 I'm sorry. They don't yeah. call it a hug ray. <laughs> I love ray. That's a whole different. That's a different ray. Oh, stingray's one crocodile hunter zero. <laughs> Well, they didn't call him. They didn't call him the stingray hunter. <laughs> and you know the fun, the the weirdest part of it is he's he's fucked with so many animals and didn't get like not horribly injured. Right, no. That one was actually a complete accident. He came yeah. over something and it went bah! And just and and. 99 point whatever percent. Yeah, it probably would have hurt, but it happened to go straight through straight through his, his heart. heart. Yeah. yeah. And, and, between then, he, two and ribs. then he made the mistake of pulling it out, which was what killed it. He, he might have survived if he'd left it in place. That's, that's got to be one of those. Oh, that's he's, that's... he's not smart like me who sits in my living room and plays video games. <laughs> like, hey, I like a lot more games. I know better than the... Than the Pull something, pull you know a knife. Hey, out. I always max up my outdoorsman ability. Yeah, <laughs> and with enough hit points, who gives a shit if you pull it out? <laughs> He's worthy of my mockery. <laughs> and my approach to video games is I take all the distance projectile things. I never take an injury because I'm a mile off shooting at a single <laughs> pixel. It's like this is an impossible shot, but I have impossible skills. It's good. <laughs> you are the Chris Kyle of video games. Very possibly, yeah. I, they have those big monsters in Halo, and I kill them with pistols. I mean, that's... So this is the Cavalon whiskey. Now, this is the From second Cavalon we've had. Taiwan. Cavalon of stars. <clears throat> no. no. I got that. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> Welcome to Parrot. <laughs> have you met me before? <laughs> well, you weren't on the show when Bob was with us no, last, so... No. Not a lot of nose. I yeah. am. There's, there's something here, but I can't quite place it, because my nose is not working so great. I've been, I've been sitting here snuffling at this thing, and I'm like, it's, it's yeah. pretty close to a straight glass of water. There's not a strong odor. Honestly, in a weird way, I'm getting cardboard glue. <laughs> Is there a known weird way to get cardboard glue? Well, I don't store. like to talk about it. But. Oh man, this cardboard is awesome. 
It's just woodsy. A little. That's probably why I'm thinking cardboard blue. A little caramel. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a little. That's what I'm getting. Maybe a touch. It's really dark. Yeah. Now we get to drink it. Maybe a touch of model blue. Yeah, in that cardboard blue for me, but yeah. I mean, yes. That's way better yeah, than I was expecting. It's way coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Than the I get coffee. Yeah. yeah. I get coffee on that. Yeah. Surprisingly strong mm. coffee. I mean, that's. Yeah. The longer it goes, this coffeeer it gets. Mm-hmm. Starbucks should come out with a mocha with this. I would have not gotten that from the nose. No. 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 <laughs> no I was, um, that's why I was surprised. When I yeah. Definitely yeah, 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 <laughs> a little burny. Yeah, a little burny. Not as much short as finish. Much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was hitting me pretty hard, and then just as you said short finish, then it kicked over to nothing. I, I, I would mm-hmm. give it a short to medium. But yeah. Well, it doesn't have anything that, that... There's no trail off. It's... Yeah, it's, uh, it's here's my finish, and now I'm done. I'm trying to figure out if there's like a uh, um, spice hiding underneath the coffee, or bit. if it's just coffee. No, there's a spice. No, 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 my no. lips are tingling. There's something. Yeah. Touch a nutmeg, maybe. Mm-hmm. It might just be cinnamon. Maybe. It's. It doesn't have any of the nose, so it's it's. It's some sort of aut- autumnal spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pumpkin! It's not. It's not. It's not pumpkin spice. <laughs> pumpkin spice. Gosh! It's not. Mm. It's not clove. This does. This does seem anise. like a harvest. And eating <laughs> anise. Yes. Okay. I could. Yes. I could support anise. I can never support anise. Well, now that you say that, you're right. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. You just lost a couple <laughs> attempts. I'm gonna focus on the coffee and ignore the anise. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should mention two yeah, flavors I don't uh, like. Coffee and anise. I like coffee just fine. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's a light roast with a, just a touch of like a uh, a light cream. Two words that don't coffee. go well together. Coffee and anise. No. <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't sing. Suppository? Yeah. Moist. <laughs> Moist. I was, Moist coffee anise. <laughs> I, I was just sitting here giggling because anise sounds kind of like anise. Mm-hmm. That was the sum total of my ability to engage. Coffee. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think we made it clear in the last episode, this is the month where we're going to be a little on the juvenile side. So that, that, that's going to be legit. As opposed to our normal, serious means. I, I, I don't know. Honestly, we, we were less goofy other, other than my little opening bit. <laughs> I, I, I felt we were, you know, not that much more goofy than usual. I, I thought we were going to maybe give it license to go nuts. No, we just really didn't. It's a good Bond movie, though. Mm, license to go nuts. Mm-hmm. So does anyone does anyone find that water improves these scotches for you? Uh, you some, 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 some of them certainly. Some of them they do. If they're cask strength, usually you have to. Okay. Because um, almost universally, I'm like... I, I, and for me, it definitely is in the 80-20... 85-15 range of no, I don't want to add water to... No, that actually it's kind of better. Uh, usually it only gets better if the initial... If you're like, wow, that, that kind of sucks. <laughs> water can sometimes make it uh, uh, more enjoyable. I've rarely had it where I go, this is an awesome scotch. And you add water and go, this is awesomer. At best you're like, that's okay. Actually, just just as I said that, I poured in the water and took a sip, and I was struck by the fact that it uh, 
changed the it, it. it didn't just dilute it. It was yeah, a lion yeah. sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lion sack of shit. the The nose doesn't really change. It ain't there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It goes away. And I and I added again very little water. No, I mean to to, to get back on on that point. Um, uh, episode five, and we had or, or six. When we have the AON people on, um, Jenna and the Ardbeg Tenure, uh, she didn't like it so much neat, but she, she tapped a little bit of water in that, and then she, she really dug on it. So, I mean, the Ardbeg, make, it, yeah, a little bit of water goes a long way with the Ardbeg. I don't know whether that's the new movie or a book, Jenna and the Ardbeg Ten. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Jenna, you have to do this. I, 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 Some I, sort I, of comedy special? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're on it. Jenna and I will co-write. <laughs> She'll do the Jenna part, I'll do the Ardbeg 10 part. It'll be awesome. Strange, tentacled monster from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the Ardbeg? <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> I think she'd agree with you. Oh, she'd kill me if she'd agree with me. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> well, the, the it definitely picks up a pepper or a... Picks oh, some. no, it gets peppered. Yeah, the, the pepper really comes out. That cinnamon flavor turns into like really mm-hmm. harsh pepper. It also it turns into astringent. Much spicier, yeah. Mm-hmm. I no, the, the, it got you got astringent medical. No, yeah, mm-hmm. no bueno, not a fan. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna hit a little bit harder to see if maybe a little bit more will set it back to something better because this is just oh. I went I went fairly I went fairly wet and it didn't go. It's a little better than it was, but yeah, this is definitely a neat. Avalon. Do you have to swap out your L's and R's to read it? Avalon, <laughs> take me away! <laughs> the mists of Kavalon. <laughs> this is oh, like. I'm not kidding, it says that on the fucking box. And, and I want everyone listening to this to imagine that this is the opening voiceover to an epic fantasy series. Well, Mr. Zimmer Bradley is, is quite irritated. In ancient times, the land around Yalan was called Kavalon. A mysterious land that was solely inhabited for, by the indigenous people of the Cavalon clan. And trolls. <laughs> the name was officially recognized by the emperor of the Shin dynasty in the year of 1809, when the original city was also built under the same name. <laughs> Cavalon has always been kept primitive and protected from the outside world. <laughs> By the Sui Shan mountain range, which is abundant in high quality natural water <laughs> that comes from deep within the mountain range. We need, trolls. Some, <laughs> we need some epic heroic music. <laughs> the mists of Cavalon and the spirits of the past have been created for you in this exquisite whiskey. Tasting notes, color, lively and passionate amber, nose, clean, elegant, floral, pleasant and refreshing fragrance of the butterfly orchid, fruity and seductive, (laughs) with hints of honey, tropical fruits, mango in particular, hair drop, vanilla, Coconuts and suggestions of chocolate. Palette. 
a hint of sweet mango. I don't think we have licensing for that. <laughs> oh, we use. ride! Fair use! Fair use! use. <laughs> doesn't mean that we won't get taken down. <laughs> a hint of sweet mango juice with that spicy complexity <laughs> and gentle warmth on a medium oily <laughs> and citrus finish. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know, I... Michael Bay was awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, Michael Bay wrote this. That's what, what, I, what I like from their website is, although the distillery was only brought online with, in 2005, the warm subtropical climate means that the whiskey effectively matures more quickly. It does. <laughs> okay. That's, that's actually true. The warmer right. the climate, the faster it matures. But, yes... The M. Night Shyamalan, what a twist, uh, that sucks. <laughs> what a twist! What a twist! What a twist! No, um, the warmer climates, the the, al- the alcohol passes back and forth through the barrel more often, and you have a higher um, uh, loss of moisture to the atmosphere. And, I mean, it does produce some interesting flavors. Uh, there's some Indian single malts that uh, are done... In very high mountains, and they mature. the The angel share, which is the amount that they lose to evaporation, is way higher. Yeah. You, you don't get twenty five year old amaret because and, it it's like here's your ounce. Yeah. In, in Scotland, you you've got about a three percent annual uh, angel share, where in India the amaret is something like fifteen percent. I mean, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, you, you're never going to get anything more than like an eight year. From that, because there'd be nothing left. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you'll, they, you, they, can, you, you, ooh, they need to build like a building around it, and then they can condense like a giant condenser. So the oh, yeah, so it's like a mix of everything that escapes, and it just goes back and doesn't get filtered. They could sell it as gutter swamp or something. Yeah. I drink it. <laughs> so do, do you guys know uh, Vegemite at all? <laughs> I'm the, uh, the, uh, yeah. aware of it. We 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 heard the song. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. the best thing about it. So, is if for anyone who doesn't know, it's uh, you spread it on toast. It's this black, very bitter stuff. I loved it growing up, but uh, it's a very Aussie thing. But my favorite thing about it is it's it's generated from like the waste product from the beer brewing process, <laughs> which is the most freaking Aussie thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that like your hangover beer. Is to scrape the leftover waste product from brewing beer onto your toes. You just picture them being like, "What are we gonna do with this? <laughs> I don't know. Put it on bread. I'll eat it." <laughs> Dude, you, no, you won't. Oh, oh, I will. I will. Get it. Get it. Right here. Right here. He ate it. I can sell this. <laughs> Where was his voice for the Tasmanian guy? <laughs> Our pirate Tasmanian. <laughs> As we all know, Tasmanians are pirates, and they sound completely different from Australians. Uh huh. Tasmanian is an Australian. Totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Australia is a continent. They sound different. Australians are a continent. That's what I heard. Ladies and they gentlemen, you heard it on Extreme Scotch Tasting. Australians are incontinent. They will <laughs> shit to hear you say that. <laughs> or they'll try. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, what was the percent on that? I'm curious just if it comes in at a different... 43. Okay. Pretty standard. Yeah. Mm. I, mm. You know, I'm 
I have to say, I'm not. I'm more impressed with the the this one than the uh, one we had from them before. From two weeks ago. No, no, no. 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 We, 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 we had it under Catalan um, a couple of months back. But, we yeah. had the uh, board finish. But I'm, I mean, that's getting bitten by one animal is only slightly better than getting bitten by another. <laughs> um, yeah. I, it, it wasn't horrible. It just doesn't have that much to recommend it. And it had a very interesting body on meat. The, the coffee was mm-hmm. a surprise and pleasant. Um, I like coffee, but. Uh, I'm uh, boy, three one. I yeah. Uh, yeah I, he said. I, I was I was not delighted. Um, myself, I I would give it a two. I just didn't find it that impressive. Man of extremes. I'd say three four. It was another like put it in front of me. I'll drink it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> oh, wait, I said. you just said that. <laughs> I was about to say. I, you know, I gotta say, I, I hold these this uh, distillery to a, a very high standard, considering that they were, one of their expressions was given the prize. a perfect score. What? Yeah. 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 Ooh. yeah, one of their expressions got a perfect score, something that had never been done before. By the most prestigious something or other by somebody. This is not that bottle. And it's, <laughs> no, this is not. But you'd think that the rest of their stuff would be <laughs> better than this. Which but. is why I bought two bottles of it. And, right. Mm. And you know, I gotta say, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It was better than average, but not by much. <laughs> I'm gonna do a three-one. Yeah, I. Uh... I'm going to do this scotch a favor, and I'm only going to rate it neat, because wet uh, would hurt the score. Uh, and when I say I'm doing it a favor, I'm going to call it average, because this, this did not do anything for me strongly uh, one way or the other. It, it it was disappointing insofar as, like Dave, I'm aware of this distillery's history and with other expressions, and so this is just not very impressive, and I know, in theory, they're supposed to be able to do better. So it means either... We completely disagree with the professional tasters. Thank you, also possible, which is entirely possible and, and actually extremely likely. Uh, or only that expression is where the focus is put, and everything else is just like, well, let's put this out there while we're trying to save up to, to win competition for this one. We built this perfect scotch. What do we do with the rest of it? Fuck if I know. Just bottle it and send it out. Sons of the Americans. <laughs> yeah, you got no taste anyway. So um, yeah, this is how much was this one? Uh, this is another seventy dollar. Okay, so more than it, more than it should be. I mean, if this had come in at forty, yeah, I'd, it, I'd be like, ah, it's, bucks e- even at fifty, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. complain too much. But yeah, for for a seventy dollar bottle, uh, pass me the log ruling. Well, yeah, yeah, and I mean, if you if you look at you know what the more generic scotches are going for now, it, you can get. A handle of Glenlivet for thirty bucks now. Yeah, you know, I've been very pleased to see the uh, the prices. I mean, there's some that are still going up, but there there seems to be some resettling of Yamazaki <laughs> is damn near impossible to find, mm-hmm. and it has doubled in price since I started drinking it four yeah. years four, yeah. four or five years ago. Well, that's your own damn fault. Well, yeah, Drink it all. Stop telling least. everybody it's good. I know, right? <laughs> Fucking a. But I'm now I'm I'm able to find a variety of scotches uh, that that 
Well, so there have been some that, that I definitely have seen a, a significant increase, but I'm seeing enough that are in a reasonable price point that are good that I haven't seen shooting up. So, yeah. yeah. Well, like the Lagavulin is still very reasonably priced at 65 bucks. Yeah. Know. That's... Although the penis is terrifying to most. Yeah, that's exactly why I like it. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, keep people away. Do you think the Parks and Rec boosted their sales at all? Oh, Lagavulin? Yeah. I had no idea. Because uh, there's a character on it who, like, drinks it nonstop. Like it's mentioned in every other episode. Brian. Oh, I bet there's a bunch of people who will try it. I was saying, is that character played by Brian Cox? Is that <laughs> yeah. Because, okay, so, so to, to let everyone in on that joke, new listeners who haven't heard us talk about it before, Brian Cox for Esquire Magazine, for Esquire Magazine um, did short little YouTube clips where he pronounces the name of every active Scottish distillery at the time. <laughs> and for the log of all one, he does is say the name and then the YouTube clip, clip ends. Except for Lagavulin. Yeah. <laughs> he loves the Lagavulin. This, this is his favorite scotch. <laughs> and he listens to that thing. Like a death charge. No. Lagavulin. Nectar of the yeah. gods. Hits you like no, a death charge. Pow. <laughs> 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 yeah. He, he, he really digs on that one. Really. Really digs it. And it's, it is. It's very good. It's no, very it is good. It's, it's my wife's favorite. It's, uh, it's yeah. one of my, it's, it's my top five. Uh-oh. Screw top. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. right. The Japanese do that. The Japanese do that. It's okay. They they understand technology. (laughs) They have taken the Scotch technology and they've adapted it, made it better. It's because the Japanese are bad at original things, but they're fantastic at modifying things and making it better. It's actually a micro cork. That's that's why Suntory owns everybody. They said they shrank the cork to the tiniest size possible. And used uh, screw grips to hold it in place. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a screw top scotch. We have. Oh, uh, we have. Uh, well, yes, but you have no class. I mean, uh, yes, really. Uh, well, uh, surprise, surprise! Several of the on the chiefs have uh, the Yamazakis all and yeah, all have screw tops. Well, you know, it's an interesting argument that I've been seeing in the in the wine biz is the rise of screw top. Because corks are expensive. Corks mm-hmm. are expensive. Real corks. They, they, real cork. They break off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah, Dave. <laughs> Especially if you have a barbarian opening it. No, no, no. And uh, the barbarian. Was not that, I'm sorry. Was yeah. you being Chewbacca? <laughs> well, he is going to the movie tomorrow, right? No. Oh, you're not. You're not making opening night. No, probably. Not. You're making opening night, right, Perry? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, mm. um, I'm not either. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing. I'm, not seeing, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I am because I might be. Call, I'm not calling in sick tomorrow because I'm going to the movie. I'm, I already. I already put in for my day off like weeks ago. But uh, I'll be seeing it on the 18th. So, who of us here was at the original Star Wars opening? I wasn't even. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm fairly certain I wasn't conceived yet. Shut up. I certainly, <laughs> I certainly was old enough to. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to many movies when I was a kid. I, I worked at a movie theater when I was older, and so I saw movies galore. Mm-hmm. But my folks never, or al- almost never, took us to movies. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now, now, which Bond movie was movies galore in? I forget. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I was just the right age for this movie. 
We'd had Star Wars. It had been canceled forever. We had 2001. Star, Star Wars was canceled. Star, Star Trek. Trek. Star, we had Star Trek. It had been canceled forever. We had 2001 A Space Odyssey. It was slow and boring. And then... <laughs> and, and Close Encounters, and it was slow and boring. No, that was after <laughs> Star yeah. Wars. We, we got to watch Star Trek. We watched Star Trek, but that's because it was TV. And we were, you know... Right, no, I was watching the repeats, right. but I'd watch... Okay, I, so I'm old. I'd watch the original broadcast of Star Trek, so they were all repeats for me, because I'd watch them <laughs> when they came out with my dad on the porch. And um, then I heard the ads for Star Wars, and I was I was like... I was clawing at the walls of the theater <coughs> to get in, and then that opening scene, and yeah, yeah. I, it blew me away. But do you want to see a man cry? Midichlorians. <sighs> <laughs> so what, what is my generation? That's not crying. What is the thing that, like... You got 9-11. Just, you get nothing. Yeah, I got 9-11. <laughs> 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 Fucked us all. <laughs> we got Star Wars, you got 9-11. <laughs> And the winner! We got, we got 9-11 and the Phantom Menace. That was our yeah. cultural contribution. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I Desolate wasteland. And not the good kind like in, in Mad Max. <laughs> well, I, I, I remember seeing E.T. in the theater, which was, you know, my earliest memory. I got to see it. I got to see E.T. in a 1500 seat theater. Mm, wow. with With, like... You know the all the neon outside and the ceiling was painted. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was this was one of the classic Grand Dame theaters that you know it there when when there were like four theaters in the entire city and you know that kind of thing. The funny thing is when I think of exciting generational things for me, it's not they're generally not movies; they're television. It's the uh, Buffy and Stargate and Firefly and like those sort of I'm trying to think of movies that mm-hmm. are as exciting to me as those uh, those I feel like those were the seminal moments. Yeah, uh, well, a, lot, a lot shifted from the the big screen to the small screen. Yeah. I mean it it well and also while it's not to say that the, the I don't have no idea whether there are more movies per year <coughs> in any given you know has that been constant or increased or decreased or what right. Um, the number of science fiction films that, I mean, when you get out of the 50s and 60s, like, pulp science fiction, there was a long dearth of, mm. of not a whole lot of science fiction. Yeah. Um, and so when it came back, yeah, there have been some science fiction movies, but um, the big explosion was on TV. Yeah. And, you know... The, the, the memorable it, ones, anyway. Well, the thing the thing I've been hearing, and I, I have no numbers to back this up, but anecdotally it makes sense to me, is the notion that uh, uh, movies lately have been more and more uh, sequels, remakes, like tied to existing and tried franchises. Yeah. Uh, just because they're becoming more and more expensive and more and more hot. And yeah. To, like, yeah but, but, you know, like, but I, I will say, and again, I have an equal number of, of, of um, statistics <laughs> to back my point up. <laughs> you know, like the Fat Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they made movie after movie in... <laughs> in classic filmmaking eras, yeah. and they would, oh, hey, this one made money, let's just crank... Um, thin Man? Or the, uh, thin Man, but there was also... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yes, it was The Thin Man, but... And there's another one that I'm... There's like five Thin Man movies. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think... No, no, there, there was Thin Man. I'm <laughs> Thin Mint. It was The Thin Mint movies. Like, <laughs> Wild Girl Scouts. Um, but... but Jake and the Fat Man was TV. 
Yeah, there were there were a number of of movies that they just kept cranking stuff out and off, and it was crap. Because I've definitely heard both sides of this argument mm-hmm. that there is this temptation to put like previous generations of movies in amber because they mm-hmm. were you know because of nostalgia and this this romanticization. Well, people forget about and, all the. Like, Crap! I mean, they're like, <laughs> oh, a Taxi Driver, and you know, all this other, these great movies, and and you're like, yeah. And let's if you go online and look up the movies that came out in, in any given year, you're like, don't <laughs> crap, 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 crap. Oh my God, did that come out then? Crap, crap, crap. You know, it's there. I don't. I honestly don't believe. No. Um, someone would have to show me a real statistics that that followed for me to believe any like. Older, newer, it's they just do X or they just do Y. Um, well, well, there's a respect in which nostalgia can be poisonous. I mean, mm-hmm. where there's it's the why smartphones are the evil that are destroying our ability to interact with each other. And because why? TV was, wasn't That's doing that right. before. <laughs> that happens that to be the theme of our show. Hardwired <laughs> is all about the interaction yeah. of smartphones with uh, with persons who are. Trying to have relationships. So, so, the so, reduction so, of alcohol consumption is. See, I was really bothered about that segue a little more because I thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I do it, man. I just graced that segue in there. Fine, we'll get back on track. Is the Nikko whiskey single malt Yoichi? You mean Yoshi? No. No, it means you're itchy. Aged 15 years. The only thing that we've had this month with an age statement. From the distillery that is no longer making single malts. Yeah. Now, when it was initially poured, which it was about five years ago, um, it was very smoky. Mm-hmm. And that seems yeah. to have gone away, or my nose has gotten accustomed. Well, yeah, you, you I did that. Up. Okay. Yeah. And uh, no, I caught that at, at the beginning too. Yeah, it was very like, smoky. I was like, "Ooh, smoky." Mm-hmm. A hint of citrus. I'm also getting. I, I'm getting the smell, but it's again. It's yeah, I'm getting. A, Wait for a, it. Orange. Apple. Do you, you're traditionally the one who asks this. Would you like to? Are you in the mood? No, he really no. isn't. What, what kind of apple? I, I, I told you that. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guest. <laughs> um, actually, that's what I've been trying to, to parse out because I, I, I was expecting someone to do it. And, you know, I demanded it, so I guess... I, I, I'm thinking some kind of... Uh, oh, see, this he's awake for. He'll make something up. Uh, getting snozzberry. Hummus apples. I'm getting snozzberry. Okay, you know. <laughs> yours at least is funny. <laughs> Try harder, Dave. You can do better than that. Uh, is that better? <laughs> um, than, than what Dave suggested? Yes. Um, I actually am getting a, a hint of lemon. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a uh, mm. note there. I think it's a sweeter apple, so I'm gonna maybe go. Ooh. Oh. I'm getting the hint of smoking, which is making me look forward to drinking it. Which well, it's tasty. The, the hint will not be um, disappointing. Yeah, it's a very smoky. Yeah. This yeah. is definitely my favorite. <laughs> this is why I, 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 I decide what, no, uh, <laughs> what the orders are. <laughs> yeah. Baron's making good face. Ah, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually is really smooth. No, you're wrong. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's smooth on the tongue, and then it gets a little bitter towards the back. Very burny on the yeah. tongue. 
definitely my favorite. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I am. Get out of this. <laughs> Highest range hit in the front of the palette. Oh, I'm not getting that. Yeah, I, I'm very bitter. I'm, I'm not um, looking forward to the water bin. Interesting. That feels like a crime. I wonder if this, right I wonder if this is like, a, like a, a, a cilantro, where you, certain people taste one thing and certain people taste another. Cause, <laughs> well, this is the time where I'm the genetic odd man out, because I don't know what you guys are, are having. Oh, no, Sidious, you're almost always. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 you, you tend to like the smoother ones, and yeah. you tend to like the burnier ones. Yeah. So. The, the, the one we started with in this one are at opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes, that's right, they are. <laughs> they are. This one's a, and I love this boat. This one's a man's scotch. <laughs> this one's a man's scotch. I'm going to take my ball and go home. I'm getting no nose. Your mother took my ball to wreck. I'm not surprised. Swords for 30. The rapists. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best one. Uh, I'm going to put... I'm, I'm going to do the water, and I'm going to hate myself for it. Yeah, well, well if you don't hate yourself, we'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the cost of coming on the show. If, I, if, I, if I'm not wrong, the water completely killed the nose. Completely. That's a great song. Water killed the scotchy nose. <laughs> no, don't sing. I don't. I, no, please keep no, singing. No, I, I believe it's safe to say I wasn't. <laughs> I think Good point. you are correct. Well, we, we can just auto-tune this later. <laughs> Work I'm not doing for 500, Alex. <laughs> yeah, the nose pretty much died. Yeah. Yeah, the water pretty much ruined it. <laughs> Made it more palatable. I'm just I'm just thinking about how we could pretend that, that your teeth ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, we can just pretend that. It doesn't take... I mean, just get an auto. Well, but I mean, nobody else will will know. I mean, you, you just auto tune you. And that's just you know, go back and redub every time that we reference you. It's well, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed that because I'm I'm sorry to say I really found that to be. A, I, I'm with. It does uh, lose a lot. On I'm, with the, the water. Oh, I, I like the water much better because most of the it was gone. Oh. <laughs> I found it. I found yeah. it way too stringent. I was. I'm with. I'm with Sidious on this one. Yeah. I, I I like it with the water more, which is to say, duh, and the the, the apple on the nose becomes pear in the palate with the water. But I am still not really caring for it. I found it just. Too, I, I didn't even really get a lot of you, Sidious. So what, what was the na- uh, what was the name of that? I I may want to get a bottle. <laughs> Yoichi. Well, if you I, want I, a bottle, I, you need to rush. <laughs> well, yeah. no. Well, they're stopping producing single malt, and if that's a fifteen year. It means, in theory, they'll still have stuff. Right, for a but while. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> this is not one you want to like. I'll oh, give it a, a year and see what's what's out because they've stopped producing single malts. All right. They're still brewing. Yeah, yeah. They're just brewing for or distilling. Excuse me, brewing. Oh. <laughs> they're just distilling for um, um, blendings. Okay. That's this, a crime. With, with, <laughs> with extra water. It finally became mildly palatable, so I will try this with ice later. Mm. But in the meantime, uh, uh, drink it straight. Yeah. Russian, right judge, Russian judge says, oh. don't drink this, drink vodka, <laughs> because this is no bueno. Um, the Russian yeah. judge starts speaking Spanish. Exactly. So, it, wait, have we had a different country for each? <laughs> 
We totally have. And that's typical of the Scotch International awesome. episodes, except for the St. Patrick's ones where we do choose Irish single malt. So. Right, right. Um, which and is kind of start punch, tradition. punch each other and throw up. I just, I just want to say, I, I am surprised that I like the Japanese the most. Have, I have, would not have predicted have, have we well, like, well, well, the Yamazaki, you would probably take on, because that's, that's one of our favorites. But. <laughs> we do have notes. Now, the question is, do I do a really bad Japanese accent? And yes. Insist? I insist. Yes. <laughs> Mickey Rooney this shit. O- only if you hold the corners of your eyes up. As well, since, since I'm not wearing glasses, I will have to squint. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Oh. oh. <laughs> Good start. Oh, oh. Good start. Ah, <laughs> uh, single malt uh, Yoshi, fifteen years. <laughs> God, I feel. I'd say I'm I sorry. I feel no. so morally corrupt. You're intensely racist, is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so you're Donald Trumping the shit out of this. All right. Fair enough. Uh, this is a single malt from the Yochi Distillery. Ding, the first distillery. I feel so horrible. Distillery of Nika in Hokkaido. Hokkaido. Masaka Takensura, the founder of Nika, selected this place because of its cool climate and natural environment. Like Scotland. <laughs> The Yoshi distillery continues to adhere to techniques such as use of coal-fired pot stills and remains loyal to the death <laughs> to the whiskey-making traditions <laughs> dating back to its foundations. This whiskey stored in Majority for 15 years <clears throat> or more in oak cask is, dis- is characterized by a peaty, mature nose and a smooth, complex palate. <laughs> a ninja. <laughs> well, I am now a bad person. <laughs> you are a bad person all along. Yeah. All right, well, now I don't feel so I, bad. I, I, I'm going to be the worst person by saying the best thing about this particular single ball was you yellow voicing the shit out of it. So, <laughs> uh, and oh, whiskey is 45%. By a, so it is a definitely, that's one reason the um, wet was not, in my at least for me, not as right. pale. I mean, it didn't mm-hmm. all... Can you get a picture of that label? Mm-hmm. Thank you. I have seen that... Um, Certix is where I got it. Sweet. <laughs> There's also a couple that are um, single grain Yeah. Uh, that, that I'm, I'd really like to try. It, it, it's not really... They do a coffee grain? Our wheelhouse on the show, but yeah. <laughs> they do a coffee grain mm-hmm. or a coffee... I can't remember what it's called exactly. But they do a coffee malt, yeah. and they do a single grain, which is not the barley. To be scotch or uh, <laughs> scotch, uh, it has to be barley. Yeah. So they do a single grain, because a lot of a lot of places will do like a barley corn, etc. Right. But it's not barley, so it's not a single malt scotch. But it is. Really? I'd love to try it. Yeah. Honestly, I would love to. There's a whole I. I'm really interested in the small batch scotches. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I, I haven't, like, shelled out a bunch of money to try them. But uh, they are interesting to me because I think they would... The thing that I love about single malts is the uniqueness of flavor. Even though I... I Hell, I mean, I'll make it clear. I didn't enjoy that last one. It was not my... I love smoky. That just didn't do it for me. But I respect it because it was a unique flavor. It had character may not be a character I like but it was 
distinct, as opposed to the blended, homogeneous, we'll just sort of, it's not going to be too much of anything. And um, I really appreciate single malts, and I'd love to see if the small batch whiskeys, which tend to be a lot younger, but they tend to be made very uniquely and with, uh, you know, people trying to make them distinct. I'd love to see, you know, do they do distinct? Yeah, they're all unique, and it's crap. Well, well, let, or, me, let me ask you guys, is, is, is there much of a, in, in the distilling world? I mean, microbreweries are popping up everywhere yes. for beer. Is yes, there, there, is, there are micro distillers. Um, <laughs> they're, uh, they're popping up. There are a couple in Minnesota. Awesome. There are, uh, Have I ever thought of having like sadly Northeast does not do uh, uh, single malt whiskeys? Yeah, they, they've got a yeah. gin and they've got the reason uh, that you, the reason you get you can get small batch whiskey. Yeah, because the the the, the there is a, a minimum age, but it's like what a, I That's, think there's a year. I don't think whis I don't think whiskey cares. I thought there was, I thought there was a minimum, but it's it's a lot younger. Yeah, and um. The, the problem with single malts is to be considered a single malt whiskey, it has a minimum age of three years. three years, and almost no one is willing. If you're claiming it's a single malt, and you say it's three or five or what you right, yeah. well, well, let me ask you guys, if, if there's a bunch of Minnesota micro distilleries, have you had any of the people who distilled them on the show yet? No, not yet. No, you, you got them. I, 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 don't, I don't know that any. Like I said, we we don't know that anybody does a a single malt whiskey. There's the right, places that might right. do a bourbon or mm. or, or a, a rye, but we haven't found anybody that does a single malt. Okay. And and certainly no one that's let it age long enough to to be in you know Scotch competition. If we, you uh, if you go to Madison, there's a place called Old Sugar Distillery. Oh yeah. And they they have a have a really fantastic rum. They've got a. Uh, a great whiskey, which may be in my trunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, they've got a grappa, which I didn't like too much, but I guess I don't like grappa. So, uh, uh, and they, then they do, then they have some seasonal things that they do as well. And there's a place uh, uh, called Panther Distillery, I think. It's up, uh, it's up 94 a ways. Uh, I see it on my way uh, back from St. Cloud. So. There are some there are some micro distilleries. There's one in uh, uh, north uh, northeast Minneapolis uh, as well that I uh, I can't remember the name of. That might be. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, mean, I don't know where northeast is, but I don't know. Uh, I'd love to try this the small batches, but it just hasn't happened. Uh, uh, are, are, I think no. Is it Denord? I'm thinking of maybe. That's uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'd also love to learn more of like. The behind-the-scenes shit of the, the people that are trying to do this on a small scale. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's—I mean—that's one of the things that you know, they talk about. You do the—if you go to Scotland, you do the distillery tours. Right. And on one level, there's a lot of very similar. And, and I—I admit, I am not enough of an expert when you they talk about this. Still, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, and they talk about the different shapes having yeah. an impact. And yes, it has an impact on how. You know, you apply the the basic principle is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you apply heat, <laughs> in the apply still, heat to mash and, and you get fermentation and the alcohol and the well, not in the yeah, but you know what I'm saying, right? But a lot of places will claim the different shapes and sizes have a distinct impact on <laughs> the process and the flavor. Um, I'm more inclined if the water is different. Uh, mm-hmm. Some places do their still malt their barley. Mm-hmm. Um, on a malting floor, 
or at, at the facility, others buy it from other companies? Do yeah. you use a heavy peat? You know, there's a lot of different components. Um, and then where you store it, is it by the ocean? Is it highlands? <laughs> is it... And then when you're dealing with the small places, they aren't dealing with the timeline. But the, but the basic, what are you using for ingredients? How, how many times do you distill it? What, and then they do age it. They just don't age it for the same length of time. But what are you aging it in? Is it a single, single aging? Do they mix their barrels or do they just go, oh, uh, give it a shot? So yeah, there's a whole lot of interesting stuff. I know. I, I know there's a single malter in Oregon that's that's basically you know working their way to being able to enter into to Scotch competitions, but I don't know how old their stuff has has gotten. Um, that I don't know if they've got distribution here, but I have a friend in Portland, so I'm going to see if I can't use her as a hookup. So why hasn't there been a, a big explosion of? Single malt micro distillation. Is it a legal thing? Um, a, well, well, so, so, some of it is um, getting a distill a distiller's license is a pain in the ass. From mm-hmm. from what I heard from, I I swear AON people correct me, but I, I think it's Denord is actually the the distillery that they have the people on. I was talking about the stuff recently on their show, and by recently I mean like two or three months back now. So so part of it is a pain in the ass. Part of it is we also don't really have the right kind of climate to age it in the same way that like Scotland does it. And, and all, all the places the that come out of stuff are, are, are far more, I mean, in, in terms of climes that we have, I would guess, I mean, I don't know what, that much about the Cognac region of France, but I would guess that that is probably the closest to a climate that you, the U.S. might be able to pull off somewhere. And, no, and, and, and Portland for stuff, the only difference Portland has compared to Scotland is the elevation's lower. And so, I mean, outside of that, I don't know. Well, I don't. I think we can mimic a lot more. If you go into like the Catskill Mountains, you get a lot more similar to Scotland in terms of it has a winter, it has snow. You don't. It, it's not quite as coastal, though. No, it's not. It, it, it might be. It might be more reminiscent of a highland. It, it's, you're certainly not yeah, a space side on right. That, well, no, I don't think. I don't think we could do. Well, there are some places that I think you could mimic a lot of the qualities of the space side. But the, the big thing is also, besides the licensing and, and whether you can find or... Personally, I don't think you have to mimic. I mean, India doesn't mimic Scotland. But uh, what, I would, what I would say is you have to have the space to age a sufficient volume so that you can bottle... Because most distilleries have a couple different expressions of a couple different ages, mm-hmm. which means you have to store a significant amount of, of, uh, scotch. of, of scotch. Thank no. you. I was going to say liquor. <laughs> I was like, liquor is kind of generic. A significant volume of scotch to get, this is going to age for eight years and 10 years and 12 and 15 and what, and it takes a long time to get to that. I mean, you're obviously years and years and years. So you have to have the operating budget to operate with a zero profit well, the, for the, Ten years. Well, what what you do is you 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 also make vodka, or you, and you all, or you also make gin, and you also make run. You, you distill other things at your location, right? But it's you know, it's to add on top. Once you get going with the, that, the, the then warehousing you have to add. and 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 the 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 opportunity cost of, of storage is really high for aged liquors versus the stuff that you know you don't have to age for very long if at all well, yeah the environmental that's why vodka and gin is very prevalent and, and startups come and go all the time 
you strap a pine tree in and you're done. <laughs> well, the, the environmental stuff is why I was so surprised by the fact that the Japanese stuff was my favorite. Well, I guess they're an island nation, too, so they have some has mountains and has... No, that's true, that's true. The weather, I, I am no expert so, on Japanese weather. The, the oldest uh, distillery in Japan just bought Jim Beam. Huh. Yeah, they're, they're, they're so so if you have, if you've ever drank two gingers by by Kieran <laughs> oh, of Minnesota native, his his whiskey is now owned by the Japanese, <laughs> which I think is just hilarious. Yeah, because because yeah, Kalbagan was owned by Jim Beam and Jim Beam has been bought up by Centauri. So yeah, the conglomerates and and just, I mean there's like five companies that own all the scotch. So the um, vast majority of them, like, and that's so. and that is another one of the problems. Is it's not to their benefit. They'll make as much as they think they need, mm-hmm. but they don't. They don't give a crap about shutting down a distillery that has a long lineage, unless it's making. You know, they're not going to shut down Glenlivet. They're not going to shut down the McCallum. But Longmorn, if Longmorn isn't making money, or if they think idling Longmorn for fifteen years until the market rebounds is what they want to do. They don't don't care. Yeah, yeah. Sure. because it's one of 15 distilleries they own in the UK. And it takes so long to generate. You can't just whip up a batch mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. I mean, it takes years of investment. Uh, and, and if you're making more money with, you know, with Glenlivet, you can stick Glenlivet in the warehouse that you were aging stuff in and get a different expression because you're aging it in a different location. And that's enough to get a different location. The snooty. And, you know, <laughs> well... That's one of the things that's both nice and bad about Scotch lately. And by lately, I mean like over the last, what, five, eight years. Yeah. Is it used to be there were X number of distilleries, and they have always opened and closed because, you know, there's always booms and busts in the cycle. Mm-hmm. And so there's distilleries that have been coming and going. But they all had, you know, this is my eight year, my 12 year, my 15, my 21, whatever they sold. And that's what they had. They, they didn't. Have nineteen different variations. Yeah, Glen Morangi well, broke that, broke that mold. And they started, and then they got the the the. And then everybody the, copied them. Yep, and the battle for uniqueness, mm-hmm. and then the, the, the Scotch Morangi market started, or, or did Brulati get nuts? No, and then, so now started it so now they the, keep uh, finishing the different their, barrels. Mm-hmm. So you have the Sartine, Port, and you know all this different stuff. They they blend them with different ages, so you get different age expressions. They do any weird thing they can come up with to be slightly different. And on one hand, yay, different <laughs> variations and tastes. On the other hand, it... A lot of them it, suck. Yeah. It's not like, sold because it's good. It's sold because it's different. I really yeah. do. This is literally the only one that we've had that I've, I've ever liked. Uh-huh. And I've got a Belvini 21 at home that's like $160, $180. And I hated the shit out of that. <laughs> you didn't hate it. You just didn't like no, it. <laughs> well, Jesse bought it. Well, it's, it's fascinating from an economic yeah, point of view, too, because most businesses are trained to think in such in terms of short-term gain. And mm-hmm. Scotch, you by definition, it. you have yeah. to play the long game. Like, yeah. you know? But yeah. what they've also found is they have now, a lot of the bigger distilleries have an ongoing wide range of ages mm-hmm. that they can then take because the rule is as long as you ha- you can put an age statement on it that's the youngest thing you put in it mm-hmm. so what they can do is they can say well this is 12 year 
and it's some 12, and a little bit of that 15, and one barrel of that 25. Right. And it's, it's new and different, and mm. then they sell that. And they keep aging everything, and so they keep repackaging different combinations. Sometimes it is good, but more often than not, it's like either no better, no worse, or crap. And, hmm. Well, and another way that that's, uh, scotch distilleries make money in, in the short term is they sell their barrels to make a blend. Yeah. Because, you know, you look at something like Johnny Walker Red, and that shit's like turpentine. I mean, huh. you might as well be cleaning your floor with it. It's it's that bad. But people will buy it. People will drink it. Well, you mix it with... Yeah. You mix it until you can't taste it. Yeah. And then it's alcoholic soda. <clears throat> yeah. You make a rusty <laughs> ale out of it, and you make Ian hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we should probably get to school. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we should. Because I don't remember now anymore. It was it was some number. Yeah, you loved it. No. You do remember. Russian judge has been holding number. Well, Russian judge could go. Russian there. number is 2.3. Dude, uh, you should totally sum it up. <laughs> uh, I actually very uh, likely will, because Lord knows I have enough scotch in my basement, and if you, and if you like it that much... I do like it that much. I, I, I would rather see it go to someone who likes it. I feel like it's a Dr. Seuss episode. <laughs> I do like it that much. I do. <laughs> well, he can, he can be Dr. Sauce over here, and I can be a Russian judge, and, and someone else I, can score. Go. I loved it. I'm, I'm going to give it a 4-4. I can't talk about it anymore, because it's been so long, but uh, I really liked it. That that might be the largest margin we have ever had. Yeah, I think it is. That's a two point one. That's, oh, that's I'll, the, I'll I'll do that. I'm giving it a four seven. It's among my favorites. I don't count. Yes. No. No, and and, and, and that, that's perfectly legit. I mean, if if, if hey, you I give a one point nine <laughs> that everyone else. Oh, we ignore all Bob's. Bob's jumps on her. I'm 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 all tooed on that one. <laughs> you, you, that's, that's my number. So so you think that one is equally as good as as the previous one? You you rank both of those at the same level? Because you gave two to that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I liked about this one was the smoky nose. That was it. The rest of it was not thrilling to me. Okay. Um, I'm going two point one. I I really did not enjoy it. I yeah. <laughs> All right, well, these two can arm wrestle over the bottle, and I'm gonna go have, I'm gonna have some more of that French shit because oh yeah. But uh, yeah. So 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 Bob brought us something that that I don't think is strictly speaking scotch. Hmm. It's whiskey. It's not single malt, but it's so. Oh, so it's what, Beam. Okay. So, so what does yeah. it say? This this says. Jesus uh, goes is clear, but isn't moonshiner unaged white dog. Is a special whiskey aged at least one year in white oak barrels and crafted by our master's distiller over 200 years of beam tradition to be uniquely versatile and flavorful. So Shouldn't I, you be reading that in an accent of some kind? Doesn't that... Uh, it's a ghost! <laughs> <laughs> ghost! No, so this calls for Jacob's ghost is clear, but it isn't doing something. No, it's a southern... <laughs> Jacob's ghost is... Oh, I got me an accent for that one. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it's not single malt, therefore doesn't deserve an accent at all. So... Um, I do declare. <laughs> yeah, so... so, so. Did, did, did we want to close out with a toast? I, what what yeah. did you have in mind with this, Bob? Because um, I just brought it as a contribution. You can do a show on stuff that's not scotch, or you can try it now, or you can give it to the poor, whatever you like. 
<laughs> we're, we're not giving it to the poor. Let's right. be let's be obvious. Uh, I'm giving it to the poor. I paid for all this scotch. Today, so. uh, I'm 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 gonna do the closing toast with a little bit of this. So, so I, I don't know what other people want to do. If anybody want, wants to have it, or if you want to use your water, or if you want to do some of this later. But uh, yeah, well, 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 we're getting this set up. Uh, this this is he's he's putting the water back in the water. Don't don't don't. don't. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Don't judge me. Oh, I'm judging you. <laughs> yeah, well. So, so, so while this is being set up, in theory, this is being released on the 16th. So there is it a is show the tonight. It is the 16th. There is a show tonight. Well, I'm not. It is the 16th. On, it is the 16th, but I might not post it on time. See. <laughs> so, assuming that there is a show tonight, at what time? Uh, uh 7:30. And Boy, if you can't make it tonight, on the 20th at. 7.30. You, you better rush to get ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we start at 7, so <laughs> we've been going for a while, too. Even after editing happens. Well, you know, honestly, the show's... not linear, so... Well, right. The right, show's because... probably better without me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so Bob, Hardwired. Uh, hardwired. Written by me and Susie Becker, and performed by Jakey Emmert. Spencer Faust, Matt Alex, and Suzanne Victoria Cross. I know um, all those people. Yes. Awesome. Uh, Suzanne <laughs> just finished um, Duck Washington's Caucasian Aggressive Pandas, and uh, we were very lucky to uh, get her to audition. She filled uh, the role of Sam quite perfectly. Um, Jakey Emmert is Jake fucking awesome. hilarious. Um, he <laughs> is, it's going to be hard to keep him from stealing the show because he is just so damn funny. Um, and, and of course, and, and Matt, Alex, and Spencer, of course, are uh, very well-known and uh, very uh, good performers holding down the lead roles. Um, so this is a show about um, people who are dating and using their cell phones. And one of the aspects of this is that as they tweet, as they go around on the Internet, as they Instagram, these things will be popping up on the screen behind them so that their cell phones will be characters in the show, essentially. Technology. It's so, going to have a little technology in it. So, will they actually be live tweeted? Like, if I had my phone out during the show, could I see them appear? Or is it a solely multimedia? You'll have to go to the show <laughs> to find out. However, <laughs> I'm glad you asked because you can go to the hardwired.dating website. You can read their dating profiles. You can follow <laughs> Noel's Instagrams. Um, all of this stuff is sort of insta interactive marketing in advance of the show. Um, so you can go to hardwired.dating and take a look at that. So they're not actually going on dates with people. They might. <laughs> uh, we'll check the STD counts. <laughs> so this is Matt, so all things are possible. <laughs> Very cool. That yeah, sounds quite interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's. I know there's funny parts in it because we did table reads and we couldn't read our scripts because we had tears in our eyes. We were laughing too hard, so that's a good sign. So that's January seventh at seven PM is the first show. Yeah, I'm I'm really cool. looking forward to that. I'm planning on being there opening night, you know, if, if nothing gets in the way that is, you know, emergency level pain because a truck. And if that does happen, there are three other shows on the ninth, fourteenth, and sixteenth. Yes, indeed. And, and and these are BLB this time? The Bryant Lake Bowl. That's All right. So uh you've had two weeks to come up with a toast. Who's got a toast? Toast, I did the, toast, I did toast, the toast, last toast. one, so it's he did do the last one. So uh, 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 to France, you're a bunch of uptight weirdos, but we love you anyway. How's that? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs>